Francisco, <sighs> you beautiful, sweet, surprisingly uh, sunny city by the bay. Good morning. Good morning to you. 
It is surprisingly sunny out here. It was uh, dripping on us for a second, but now I'm feeling a little better. Sunny with a chance of CrossFit. Yeah, do you think the CrossFit is what drove the rain away? (laughs) (laughs) Well, good morning and welcome to Rollover Easy. This is BFF.FM. My name is Sequoia. And I'm the early bird. And together we're taking you from under the covers till after coffee, now until 9.30 a.m. on the greatest radio station in the history of time and space, Best Frequencies Forever. Ever. Uh, and where are we right now? Uh, we're out. We're here in the at- gym. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're out here in Civic Center, which is right now doubling as a gym because the CrossFit class just started. I like it. I know. There's already people in class. So we're standing amongst the chess tables or yeah. checkers tables. Yeah. You know, pick yeah. your pick your sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ping pong tables, and like you mentioned a moment ago, CrossFit. I see. Is that foosball? It's there's everything out here right foosball now. Foosball on the radio. <laughs> there's like a cement foosball table out here. Like, you're not <laughs> taking this anywhere. <laughs> We got cornhole over here, Reckon Park, uh, themed cornhole. Phil's G- Phil Ginsburg. He signed every single one of these. I, I was told. <laughs> this is great. Uh, this is wild. Which world leader do you think is going to be doing CrossFit right now? Joe Biden. <laughs> it's Joe. It's Jill or no one. Yeah, there's a few people out here this morning getting their stretch on, making yeah, it happen. They're doing it. Yeah, even some of the Urban Alchemy staff mm-hmm. is uh, doing it alongside yeah. them, which makes sense. There's like a dozen Urban Alchemy staff, I feel like, within the close proximity. And everyone's just kind of walking to work. Yeah, let's get a little cardio in as you're getting off a of Bart. So what do you think we should do? think we should get strolling down Market Street? Yeah, let's stroll down Market Street. All right, let's do it. You know, we've got a, a really great show today. We do, we do. Uh, we're going to have John King, the Chronicle's architecture critic, but in this case... An author of a great book yeah. joining us to talk about the Ferry Building. I am so excited to learn about the Ferry Building from somebody who knows a a lot about buildings and b a lot about the Ferry Building in particular. I have a, a, a slight apology to make to you. <gasps> I have John King's book and I've been <gasps> meaning to give it to you, but I just keep reading it. <laughs> it's so good. That's a great. Uh, all is forgiven if you're just reading it. Oh, oh yeah, let's get some skate sounds here. So what's we got to turn this mic on? You yeah, you oh, got to turn this thing on. Turn it on. So what you're going to do is you're going to go down here to here, and then do this, and then do that. Okay. And then wait, and then you got to keep waiting another second. Let me. Oh yeah, just a moment. We'll, we'll get there eventually. It might take us a second, but I think we'll get there. There you go. All right. So we're going to get a little bit closer to these. And then skate you adjust sounds. the uh, adjust the volume of it with the two on the right. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. The two buttons on the Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Other other buttons. Yeah, that's what I'm talking now, about. Now we're getting some good skate all sounds. All right, all right, all right. I still just can't help Very but fresh. think about what it says about City that we brought in these skaters as the fix for all of our problems. Oh, yeah. Pretty good grind. Didn't land it, but pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. Um, I love that the skaters are down here. I love that this is Skaters on USA now. I like that Skaters on USA, like, starting at what time is it right now? <laughs> 7.30? 7.30am. They're out here. Absolutely. In force. Well, not in force, but there's a couple of them. Yeah. Woke up determined to skate. Absolutely. Woke up, going to get a session in before that 9am scrum. You know what it's all about. I got a meeting with my boss at 10, but first, <laughs> I got to get this nose grind down. <laughs> first, I got to go grind Civic Center. <laughs> and I love it, too, because it feels like, you know, skaters, I feel like, are... To some degree, we're improperly scapegoated for problems. Yeah, yeah. And just in the same way that I feel like society looks back on a show like The Simpsons, where in the early 90s, we're like, no, you're the problem. And now we're like, what a happy family. (laughs) The same way we look back at the skaters retroactively and go, 
you know what? Actually, skaters, you're pretty, you're pretty good. Sorry we said all those things. <laughs> That's a great comparison. Because <laughs> skater, like at the end of the day, you're right. The city was like, bring in the skaters. We need to clean this place up. It's the only which, thing that can save it. Which, which a decade ago, there's no way someone's <laughs> landing on the platform if we need more skaters in UN Plaza. But now it's reasonable. It's working. Hey, kudos to the Rec and Park team for having the, the foresight to realize what was actually going to work. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Oh, goodness. Well, we're uh, heading down market right now, just chilling. As we got, uh, we got some good sounds from a pit stop monitor from, from uh, is it Hunter's Point? Uh, Urban Alchemy. It's just Urban Alchemy. I think so. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, folks are. There's so many folks down here cleaning. We we're putting our best foot forward this week with uh, APEC in town. And so we thought we would uh, stroll down market, see what was happening. Yeah. So again, we're gonna uh, we we should go through some normal show things here. We should. Uh, let's stop here at the intersection. All right. Uh, we are at Roll of Reezy on Twitter, on Mastodon, on Instagram. I don't think TikTok. Not but, yet. But uh, let us know what you're up to this morning. Let us know where you're waking up. Let yeah. us know it's good. Let us know what your San Francisco looks like today. Shows well, one part us, one part you, and a dash of coffee. And uh, we got to get some coffee in our systems here before we start saying things like the show's 15 years old or whatnot. <laughs> All right. Let's stop here for a minute. All right. Um, so you want to do the weather? I would love to do the weather. This is uh, a the, the walking shows always remind me that I need a third hand. Oh my gosh! You should see if you're looking. You'll if you want to run into us downtown today, please do. Like this, that's grid radio. That's what like, we're, that's just, we're here for. I was listening, and then I came and I said hi. <laughs> Great, love it. Uh, you will see us immediately, immediately. as the people yeah. with uh, all sorts of things coming off of our bodies. Uh, so right now, San Francisco, it is 57 degrees. Uh, as we look towards the rest of the day, it's going to get a high of 67. Okay. You're, you're going to get a little bit of rain here, but not until later, right? Theoretically, it's not supposed to rain until 3 p.m. Okay. So you should have some time to hang around, you know, uh, chat with a world leader of sorts, take them to <laughs> In-N-Out. <laughs> yeah, you think the In-N-Out uh, is getting bumped with just world leaders left and right? I saw Janet Yellen and went. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what burritos do you think they're going to? Ooh, yeah, right. Are they reading uh, Cesar Hernandez's latest about the Chronicle's favorite burritos, mm-hmm. or you think they're going off burrito eater? Jill Biden's like, I only look at burrito eater from 2014. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta. They gotta. Um, okay, so other things you should know about the weather as we look towards uh, the rest of the week. It's going to be rainy tomorrow. Tomorrow's like rainy all day. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Saturday, it'll be rainy in the morning. Put on some Marvin Gaye. I'm into it. Uh, get some good breakfast uh, oh, materials, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Just hang out at home. Make a breakfast. Chill out. Put on an album. What's a good breakfast album for you? Ooh, a good breakfast album for me. I'm a big fan of, like, some, you know, some Bellinus Rock, a little Casey Johansing, maybe. Oh, Bellinus Rock. Is that, Bellinus. A, is that a specific genre? <laughs> no, but there's, like, one recording studio in Bellinus, I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, any album produced in Bellinus is a good one in my mind. That's a really great call. Uh, the sunrise today was at 6.52 a.m. Are you kidding me? That's early. Uh, and the sunset, the magic hour. I'm going to guess sunset today is at, we're in the fours, I know. It's we like, are. sunset today is at like 4.57. 4.59. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That's Whew. early. You got to leave the, the office early and get some sun. You do. You're right. This is the time to be eating lunch outside. I was in a meeting the other day, and it was just dark outside. Oh, 
Stop it. What's going on? Stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> Look at the Urban Alchemy Hub. Let's, let's stop here and oh admire this gosh. for a second while we uh, post up and get a song there going. There's so many people Just here. doing it. I love it. Was it uh, Lene? Uh, Lenita. Shout out to Lenita. Uh, right. it, and there's like a there's a whole crew of folks just walking down Mark Street. You got people with their kids on leashes. You do that kid is on a leash. <laughs> not going anywhere. Love it. Cool. Uh, hop into a jam. Yeah, let's hop into a jam. Pour oh. ourselves some coffee. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it uh, again. Tweet and tune in. Uh, we are at Roll of Rizzy on the socials. Uh, what are you waking up, San Francisco? What do you got going on? And where do you think world leaders are getting their burritos from this week? B R B. See if this works. No. What? What no, would no, you no, think no, if I sang <laughs> out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out me? Oh yeah. <laughs> Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song, and I'll try not to sing out of key. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Love is a way, does it worry you to be alone? Be alone. How do I feel by the end of the day? Are you sad because you're on your own? Out of help from my friends. I get high with a little help from my friends. Certain that it happens all the time. What do you see when you turn on the light? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. I get high with a little help from my friends. Gonna try with a little help from my friends. Need somebody to love. Thursday morning here in downtown San Francisco. 
All right. So what you need to do is scroll down to the, the one menu item below. All right. We're doing a little troubleshooting. A little here. mic troubleshooting. Scroll down to the audio interface. Scroll down to the audio interface. See down. Go down one and then press in the button. Oh. And then go down one oh. and press in the button. All right. And now, and then I got to fiddle this on this side. We should have more microphones. Just oh. And now, snap into it. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we and go. we're live. All right. Let's turn the volume up a little bit. Very low here. All right. Oh, there we go. go. There it is. Okay. <sighs> All right. I think the first thing we need to do right now is take a sip of coffee. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds great to me. San Francisco, if you got your coffee mugs, let's do it. Count of three. Let's all enjoy this sip together. One, two, and. <sighs> oh, that was hot today. That's hot coffee. Uh, it's kind of like unusually bitter. Yeah. What's going on with this? You know, there was new people behind the counter at uh, Reverie, so maybe maybe they're still figuring it out. I think they might still be figuring it out. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is like the remnants from the from brushing my teeth this morning. No, I this don't think it's you. This coffee is a little. Uh, I don't think it's you. All right, so where are we walking by right now? So Chai we're bar. By Supreme. Supreme. Yo, Supreme. What are y'all waiting for? Uh, some new clothes. What's the clothes that are coming out today? Question. You <laughs> sure for whatever's in there? No, we got a plan. Okay. Uh, do some new pants, a new jacket, new hoodie, new everything. Nice. Oh, nice. You guys are you guys are decked out. You oh got yeah, it's not first time. No. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. Clearly. Hi. Pros. What you guys got going on? Uh, we're live on the radio right now. Roll yeah, yeah. over easy. Uh, taking San Francisco from under the covers to after coffee. Yeah, so yeah. Just nice. yeah. Good, good, lighthearted radio. We're walking to the ferry building today, and then we're talking about the ferry building once we get down there. Awesome. Yeah, it's a yeah. Nice day outside, nice and breezy for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Right. If we come cool. back in time, can we still get some Supreme, or do we have to like? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. It's gonna be open for you guys. All right. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, y'all. Bye, y'all. See ya. They had it all. Totally. What a great look. I love it. Yeah, they were decked out, man. They were looking good. Yeah, not like getting Supreme clothes. Absolutely not their first time. <laughs> and again, woke up early. They're, woke up they're early. Out there with lawn chairs, skateboards, smoking like, a joint. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they're just living it. <laughs> Just like, I don't know, you got the skateboards? Yeah, you got the chairs? Yeah, you got the joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we getting in there? I don't know, whatever. Just getting new pants, shirts, clothes. They're they're still waiting on their friend with the breakfast burrito. Coming from breakfast (laughs) He's getting on BART. (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right, crossing 6th Street now. This is the quietest 6th Street that I have seen in my time in San Francisco. Pretty wild. It's incredibly clean down here right now. so, So stop. So I'm looking down 6th Street as far as I can, past Jesse, past, well, there's a bus now, but past Mission. I don't see a single person that is uh, making their home out on 6th Street right now. No. You see nothing. It's the, the quietest the city has been in a long time. It's just wild. Yeah. All right. What's, uh, we should pull up, uh, pull up some of the socials, see who's saying what to us this morning. Yeah, see who's hanging with us. Yeah, let's see who the first person was to toot in to us to say hello. Let's see, scrolling down, scrolling up. All right. Oh, I see who it is. All right. Who Hold do we up. got? The first person to say hello to us this morning. Hello. Hello goes out to Thomas Rogers. Hello. Thomas. Thomas says, good morning from the best train station under a freeway. Looking forward to learning more about the ferry building. Yeah. As are we. Uh, I got to tell you, you know, the ferry building is easy to love. You're going to love it all the more after you read John's book. 
I'm really excited. Is it a picture book? Coloring book? There Did are pictures in there. I don't, you could color it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say make that decision yourself. All right. If you want to color it. <laughs> Another hello goes out to Jeff Potzinger. Good morning, Jeff. Jeff says, good morning, Rollover Easy. Sends in a picture of a webcam hitting that sunrise just right. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you, walking around today, this is like, it's real pretty out here. Yeah. Morning. Folks walking their dogs, getting on the, the the rush downtown. Also, this is like kind of maybe not the most usual. But Whoa, what's that? Look at all those SUVs. Oh yeah, we got we got a dignitary cruising downtown right now, Somebody's crossing Powell. We've got uh, several police cars, a very large van. Oh, they're coming towards us. They're coming towards IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to IKEA. So yeah, we're walking right by the IKEA store entrance right now. Here we are. Yeah, how many world leaders do you think are stopping by the IKEA here this week? All the ones that crave meatballs. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a this is an intersection up here. There's a lot of police officers. Yeah, and look, suddenly it's like wall to wall with people up here. Totally. Yeah. Really changes Market Street. Another thing that's pretty interesting is um, these streets are sprayed down very freshly right now, and they were not seemingly cleaning up a whole lot. Like, this is a very clean stroll down Market Street. You could eat a meatball off the sidewalk right now. <laughs> I don't even have to look down to see where I'm walking. <laughs> I, you know, like, usually I walk down Market Street and it's like, a little, you know, uh, paying attention to where my foot steps and what's going on and what's ahead of me. Yeah. As one does. And right now it's like, this is, there's nothing on the street. It's Absolutely. totally clean. It's kind of wild. Uh, a good morning goes out to B. Hutch. Hello. Says that uh, Lisa Amond and him are reading and excited to hear from his former colleague, Chronicle, uh, former Chronicle colleague, John King, one of the best urban design critics in the nation. Period. One of the best ways to kick off Thursday, what's energy? <laughs> Bill, we're uh, trying, we're trying. John King, hey, good morning. John King is one of the foremost architecture critics in the entire United States. What a pro. Uh, and he's just in our backyard. Just hanging out. We're going we're, we're gonna to go meet him. He's at the ferry building. <laughs> All right. I say we post up here at Powell for a moment and see what's going on. Yeah, it's a good call. Should we cross the street, go to the cable car turnaround? Uh, yeah, probably. All right. So many wires. It's kind of unbelievable. It's true. All right. Take another sip of coffee, San Francisco. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. This, yeah, bitter. This is not, um, this coffee is not, not production ready. You know, sometimes it happens. It's Som okay. Yeah, totally. But like, I'm not wrong on this, right? This no, is like not no. a good cup of coffee. No. I'll keep drinking it because I have, uh, I have to. what's called an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, this is not, a uh, so strange. I wouldn't seek this out again. I would not either. I think there's maybe a calibration issue, or maybe they forgot the beans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A lot, of, a lot you got to think about. Uh, you know who's having the best APEC week? Tell me. Whoever rents out Sprinter vans. Oh, yeah. There are just Sprinter vans everywhere down here. It's true. Everywhere you look. Well, you know, vans got to carry. It's easy to carry a lot of uh, stuff, mm -hmm. and these dignitaries have a lot of stuff. Uh, some say that they're all here to audition for uh, the Westfield Mall. They're going to put a... You hear the, the latest rumor? What's the latest rumor? Symphony's taking it over. Oh, that would Davey actually be Symphony's great. All. That would be great. Right? Uh, you know some of them are going to the Westfield. I feel like, I, so yes, definitely agree with that. 
Uh, how many of them, who knows? But some of them for sure because it's been in the news. Yeah, it's a bit of San Francisco history right now. It's happening in front of us. They want some Auntie Anne's pretzels. Can you blame them? I, I can, and I cannot. I cannot blame them. <laughs> oh, man. So now we're walking over Powell Street. Uh, station this morning is pretty pretty chill, pretty quiet. Yeah. People around, moving around, moving and shaking. But uh, cable car's not down here. There's no line yet full of people. So where's the cable car? Let's go up here. Oh, they're not, they're not doing the cable car. They're doing buses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no cable cars this week. You're right. We're looking at that iconic view looking at Pal at the back of a bus. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. No cable cars this week. No central subway. No central subway I knew no, about, but yeah. the cable cars now? I, I guess not. Oh, goodness. Hmm. Alas. Alas. Hey, good morning goes out hey, to Soldrew this morning hanging out with us. Hello, hello, Soldrew. If anyone has any good APEC tips for us, too, like tweet in, tweet in, text I know. us. Let, let us know. Let us know. We're here for it. <sighs> so good. Uh, should we keep on strolling? Let's keep on strolling since we can't get on the cable car, apparently. That's fair. Um, yeah, I'd, I had totally forgotten about that. You would think some world leaders would want to get on a cable car. Definitely. You know, I'm thinking of that picture of, was it Nancy Pelosi and... Um, uh, Tony Bennett. Oh, this is no. Who was who was the the? There was a photo when Tony Bennett passed away of a San Francisco politician, or was it? Um, who was it? You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I think it was Pelosi and Bennett on a cable car. Okay, all right. It's a very cool picture. No, it was Feinstein. That's who it was. It was Diane oh, Feinstein gotcha. and Tony Bennett. Gotcha. Excuse me. Okay, all right. Um, who else is hanging out with us this morning? Starting their day. Catherine! Hello! <laughs> Says, good Hello. morning. I found this mug in a box yesterday and thought y'all might appreciate it. It might have been my dad's. Olive does not enjoy my work schedule this week. And this mug is a Super Bowl mug uh, from when they played at the Pontiac Superdome on July 24th, 1982. Super Bowl 16. Sponsored by Burger King and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> When was Super Bowl 16? 1982. 1982. Yeah. That was during the like the decade of dominance for the 49ers. Yeah. It was like the 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think they're five and zero in the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, that's insane. It's great. You go there, you win it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just playing right in our backyard down a candlestick. Yep. 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 <laughs> now they're playing several hours away. It feels like. Uh, it doesn't feel like that. It is that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> still haven't been to a game. At some point I want to, because, uh, you know, I like the Niners. Yeah. Uh, at some point I also want to figure out how to get down there easily, and I just have not figured that part out yet. I want to go to the water park first and then walk across the street. Ooh, do a twofer? Yeah, because they're right by each other, right? I'm not, I don't know what water park is. I feel like it's, uh, they share the same parking lot, but, again, I haven't been down there either. Hey, we're at our first protest. All right. Roll over easy does a protest. Let's see what's going on here. Hey. Let's see here. What do uh, we have? Uh, Falong Dafa is good. Yeah, we have stopped the killing of Falong Gong practitioners in China for their organs. Okay. Uh, Falong Dafa is good, like you said. Stop the persecution of Falong Gong in China. And we're here on the corner of Market and 4th Street where each one of the... Let's get as close as we can to the madness. Yeah, let's see what's oh, happening. Let's cross. Oh, big puddle, big, big puddle. puddle. Let's go across, and then we'll okay. go across again. Ooh, lots more uh, cars again. Yeah, a lot some, of cop cars this morning. Here. 
Yeah, this is the spot where they're like, you know what? I think so. Protesters probably have been like, this is the spot where people are coming in and out. Yeah, this is the entrance. And because of that, we want to get as close to that as possible. Yeah. Let's go behind yeah. and then we'll go. <laughs> I was going to say, you're taking us right, right. I was going right in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> probably not what I should do. Here, let's go this way and then we'll go across. All right. All right. Yeah, we got folks out here. Thank you. The whole thing. Hey, cool. Taking Thanks. A pamphlet. Uh, Falun Dafa, Falun Gong. Okay. Uh, everyone with their signs though is being like very, uh, like they're on the corners of the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Very clear, very easy. Yep, they know what they're doing. Yeah, you're right. And a ton of sprinter vans. It's like selling Levi's during the gold rush. <laughs> here, let's just go straight at these uh, at these cops. <laughs> oh, you're getting bold now. No, I just want to walk over here. That's fine. All right, let's see. I'm Roll over easy. We're, we're fine. Is this the moment we become press? <laughs> no. Okay. No, we're not. We take it over. Oh, there's a van coming. Look at this van coming. All right, they're going to move there. All right, coming on out, coming on out. All right, okay. It's a console vehicle. Good hey, good morning. How's it going? Not bad. Good. Good, good. Yeah, you're right. Like a lot of sprinter vans, quality-driven transportation. Yeah. So is this the, the main entrance in here? It's one of them. One of them? Cool. How's it been down here so far? Pretty busy with traffic. Nice. That's fair. All the protesters seem to be uh, in good spirits? So far, so far. Excellent. Nice. Well, uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have, you a, good have a good one. Right. So the folks manning the entrance, making sure that we don't go past it, kind, but not not really uh, excited to chat with us. Uh, which is exactly what I want from somebody in one of those roles. Yeah, absolutely. I want very clear communication. It can be concise, but like mm -hmm. clarity of communication yep. and, uh, you know, just normal, just like neutral tone is fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing that really frustrates me sometimes is when I encounter the combination of poor communication. Yeah. And not so nice. Oh yeah. And it's like I'm just trying to get information. I'm just stop that. I've what? I've only got four microphones coming out of uh, my <laughs> pockets and arms. What's going on? <laughs> now we're down by the Starbucks. There's mm -hmm. Pete's Coffee. Excuse me. Now, okay, wait. Now there's a lot of people in suits going to this Pete's Coffee. Yeah. Let's just stand in front of Pete's for a second and see who comes out. I'm gonna put my coffee mug on this. Table oh yeah, yeah. Here. Post up. Oh reposition. wow. Look, everyone inside has an earpiece. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, pizza's overrun by individuals in suits with earpieces right now. <laughs> All right, I gotta put my pamphlet in my back pocket here. Oh my goodness! Oh. Oh. Hello. Hello goes out to Claire. Claire says, "Good morning." Posey is staying under the covers this morning. Contribute to the BFF.FM off-air fundraiser. We're so close to hitting our first goal, funding another year of our awesome BFF.FM app. Thank you so much, Claire. And strong agree. If you'd like to donate, we're not doing this. We're not supposed to do this on air. But if you want to donate. If you want to donate. If you want to donate, you can go to the link that we just retweeted from Claire from Give Butter. Or just go to bff.fm slash donate. You don't even have to say that we sent you. Just just get the, just get BFF money. That's all we care about. Um, and your Bellinus Rock was much appreciated this morning by Silas hey tuning in, a former reporter Good for the Point Reyes Light. Oh, oh yeah. Secret Service. Secret Service, okay. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. There Extra we go. cream, little coffee. Yep. Mm -hmm. Lattes. What world leader that is getting like the like, strawberry drink that yeah, you swim by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like coffee, 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 like whipped cream and strawberry <laughs> drink. Yeah. That was Biden's drink. <laughs> I, for I sure. love it. I love it. <laughs> 
Um, Silas says that the world leaders are eating the El Rancho Grande burrito because they're in the hate thrifting for wild offbeat clothes. Ooh, I like it. I like it. So speaking of clothes, can I tell you my favorite bit of uh, Apex trivia so far? Yes, please. There is an Apex tradition started by Bill Clinton where they get all the leaders together and dress up in the garb of the country. Ah. So, like, Bill Clinton gave them bomber jackets, which is a little too on the nose. But ever since then, they've put on a different thing from the home country to take a picture together. Interesting, yeah. What are they wearing for the San Francisco picture? Oh, that's a great question. Let's keep strolling and figure (laughs) this one out. What would dignitaries in San Francisco be wearing? So, thrifting. Yeah, yeah. So, thrifting, I think, makes good. Like, um... Maybe they're all wearing sequin jackets. Oh, okay. All you right. Know, a little razzle, little little dazzle. Uh, I'm going to guess they are all wearing a light layer <laughs> with a thicker jacket tucked under their arm mm-hmm, for later. Mm-hmm. That could be the photo. Is it bad that I want them all to be in fleece from Fisherman's Wharf? Oh, <laughs> pure 39 fleece. Yeah, I, perhaps. I would also kill to see Biden in a tie-dye shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just straight up uh, hate Ashbury. <laughs> just like right in the mix, right in the middle of it all. If this was a few years earlier, they'd just give them all all birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, I think you're right. Oh, goodness. And where would they take the photo? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. Um, I mean, all the parties are at, like, all of our institutions, right? They're at the Exploratorium last night. I think the Legion of Honor has a big one tonight. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think Legion of Honor is probably a good bet. It's mm-hmm. in the Presidio. It's in Federal Ground. It's beautiful. Hey, morning. It's, uh, it's just overwhelmingly nice and positive down there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they're hanging out in the Presidio. Gotta be. Where else are you on? I, you know, yeah, that's the other sort of question. Is like, they went down to Woodside the other day for a conversation. Yeah. And a walk. Do you think they're staying within the city bounds? Do you think they're leaving the city more often? I think they're all staying, like, around this area where you have some of the big hotels that, like, um, Obama used to stay at the big blue, like, Intercontinental. Right. Down on Howard Street. We just passed the Four Seasons, which is, like, where all the NBA teams stay. Yep. And then you have the Fairmont, which is, I think, where Biden's staying. Mm-hmm. So between, like, Knob Hill and here, I think, I would imagine most of them are local. I think you're probably right. I think you're you're spot on that a lot of them are Knob Hill, right? Because that's one of the other zones that is closed off. Yeah. You think they're going out to Alcatraz for the day? Ooh. I think they're a little too hungover from the Tonga room for that. <laughs> I would really like our world leaders to be hanging out at the Tonga room. I'm very much into that plan by the way if you want to have your holiday party at tonga room you got a book way earlier than last month oh that's fair yeah all right so we're walking by market again they're uh, they're spraying off the streets but they're spraying it with like um whoop heads up uh with like sudsy water soapy water very weird this isn't like a normal spray it down and keep going let's go on the outside of the tree yeah Oh, we got more protesters. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're still talking about... Um, Falong Gong. Falong Gong yeah. here as well. And this is where... So now we're looking down 3rd Street, and you, you can't get bashed here. There's, like, no. cement barricades in the street. Yeah, this is a don't enter, period. I like these protesters. They're very organized. They're at every entrance. They're, they're very nice. They're setting up their signs. They're wearing uh, similar clothing. They're all wearing yellow, yeah. 
All right, let's see who else is hanging out. Steve Peppel, hello. Good morning, Steve. Hello. Steve says, roll over and see good morning from Market Street. My wife Amanda wants to know what John King's favorite San Francisco walk is. Ooh. And it looks like Steve's a little closer to the ferry building than we are. Steve, we're looking for you. Bye much. Keep our eyes out for you, Steve. And uh, he also says, PG has never been, PS, never been a better week to visit the San Francisco Ferry Building in the evening. Yeah. With the Illuminate lights up right now. Oh, man. So he sends in a shot of the, the big lasers that are coming in from the Ferry Building. And I have to say, I crossed Market Street last night while it was raining, uh-huh. and they looked wildly cool. Awesome. I did an audible, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want from your uh, from your artwork. Oh, this is somebody important right here. Look at this. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, full squad here. Full squad. Yeah. Delegate. Okay. Yeah, cool. All right. Shout out. Yeah, you're right. You So you see some, some people, and they're like just flanked by other individuals. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen anyone sort of like that? Oh, so yesterday I was walking uh, through Union Square to a meeting. And I noticed a guy with like a really long briefcase, like an oddly shaped briefcase. And I go, that's a gun in there. Uh-huh. And then I noticed he's wearing an earpiece. And he's followed by two more guys wearing an earpiece. And then there's a guy behind him that doesn't have a care in the world and is wearing <laughs> the nicest suit out of all of them. And then behind him are two more guys with earpieces. I cross the street and there's another guy with an earpiece watching him. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but you are clearly here for this. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. It was nuts. Yeah, the uh, the security detail is pretty serious here. Yeah. But I have to say, the rest of downtown yesterday was quiet. Hmm. I think people are, you know, regular San Franciscans are staying away. I think you're right. Uh, I know I haven't been into the office yet this week, going in today for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it has been a lot quieter. I'm a big fan of these really large badges people are wearing, too. Yeah. They're, they're like maybe some of the bigger ones are maybe yeah, five inches by seven inches, eight inches. Yeah. They've got a big QR code in the middle of them, which QR codes, so funny. We made fun of them for such a long time. Now they're everywhere. It's, every, it's like, oh, actually, this was the thing. <laughs> How do we secure world leaders? QR codes. Oh, right. And, but for years, it was like, I remember looking at a Tumblr blog, and the title of the blog was pictures of people taking or p- pictures of people using QR codes, and it was just blank. And that was kind of the joke, right? It was a, it was a thing that just didn't really exist until it became the most important thing. And now, again, you're a world leader. How are you verified? QR code. QR code. How do we know you're good? QR code. Uh, we're now down here at the Palace Hotel. In Ghirardelli Square. Oh, and Ghirardelli Chocolates. Another street that's blocked off. Oh, yeah. Who do you think staying at the Palace Hotel? That's a good question. Oh, wow, look at this. Another another big entrance. Oh, look at this one. Whoa. Wow. So this one has like a, a big iron structure over the street. There's mm-hmm. these cement barricades, and they're like checking underneath all of the cars. This looks like to be the, the car entrance, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I did not have this hard of a time getting to MoMA last time. They're really up there. <laughs> Security. It used to be a sticker on the shirt, but now you have to get fully. You got to go through the whole thing. All right. Let's see, let's see who else is uh, hanging out with us once again on the other side of this curb. Oh, Jeff says it looks like Tony and Diane rode the cable car together at least twice. Well, the second one looked like one of those motorized fake cable cars. And uh, rumor has it, Catherine says they'll be wearing the tie-dye shirts and hoodies. <laughs> And Jeff tweets in a picture of Joe Biden wearing a tie-dye shirt. Can the internet provide? Of course. 
This is Joe in his shakedown vending era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe Biden's just uh, he's uh, it's called Shakedown Alley. It's, yeah. uh, at the dead shows. Uh, Lisa Church, I got to tell you, I chuckled all day last week thinking about that picture of Joe Biden that was on so a skateboard. Good. So good. The whole day, I laughed. Yeah. So thank you. For all that. day he grinded. <laughs> all day he's practicing his kickflips. All right, so now we're getting down in uh, Market Street, where, where the business suits could be APEC or they could just be business. Yeah, you're right. We're down here on 2nd now uh, at the junction of, I don't know what you call this, but Wells Fargo and McDonald's. <laughs> it's a good such, combo. Such an odd McDonald's. Yeah. Fries and Bonds, maybe. <laughs> down here on the corner of Fries and Bonds. And, uh, yeah, we got some, let's see, some more SFMTA. So we've transitioned from, like, cops and Secret Service with earpieces to, like, SFMTA. Yep, yep. Oh, like, yeah, just... This person's got a sledgehammer. Whoa. What? What's happening? We're walking behind an individual with a sledgehammer slung over their shoulder, but besides that, they look like they're heading to work with a normal just backpack. But that just, like... I have so many questions. That's a big old sledgehammer. Just a huge... And she's a tiny woman, too. All right, well, she's got she to be at the job site. There's a great song to be written about a yeah. tiny woman and a big sledgehammer. <laughs> that was a huge, that was like a, yeah, it was a classically large sledgehammer. <laughs> the sledgehammer they use in the movies. Totally. Totally. By our second Pete's Coffee, no secret service here. No. It seemed like the hot spot was that one by Powell. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, think secret service is giving good tips to baristas? Uh, I want to believe. Asked, we should have asked a barista, like, how have the tips been this week? <laughs> That's the news I care about. Exactly, yeah. They give us the real the real dirt here. Totally. Who do you think the best tipping uh, politician is? Ooh, good question. The best tipping politician. I'm going to say, like, I'm going to guess Obama. Okay, all right. I'm yeah. going to guess Obama. I was going to say Kamala Harris because she's local, right? She oh, knows. She knows Kamala. it's going to get back to yeah, her. Yeah, probably Kamala. Is she around here, you think? I don't know. Like, what's she up to these days? I, I mean, you'd think she'd be in town for this, right? It's her hometown. Um, I don't know. Um, should we cross back over on Market again? Sure. I kind of like this other side by the... Um, SVB building? Yeah. The, the round? One, the one remaining. The one remaining... This okay. was an E-Trade for a long time. Mm-hmm. Joked about it being a BFF.FM broadcasting station. Gosh, it should have been. My wife went to like a, a what is it called? I think it's called a Daybreaker. It's like a oh, yeah, daytime, yeah. sober, dance sort of event. Yeah. Maybe some stretching too. I think it's it mostly dance. It was in here, right? Uh, somewhere around here. I think I think it was in this space right here. The um, I think this is one Sansom maybe. Ready to go. Here, actually, we should walk across the street and go in here because this space is crazy. Right, let's do it. Yeah, so there was a daybreaker here like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's still happening. still going. I, I saw that and I was like, I love seeing the daybreakers still still happening. Yeah, just get together and just boogie with a bunch of people. Also, Lady Babe, invite me next time. Yeah. I'm up at that hour. <laughs> uh, it was actually like Sunday at 11 a.m. Oh, really? Okay. I think they said what they found was that more people show up at 11 a.m. than 7 a.m. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. what we do now. It's going in. All right, so this is like the... The popo, right? 
a privately owned public space. Yeah, and the restaurant behind it is the one where you press the button and a light goes on for champagne. <gasps> That's it? It's a gimmick, but it's a great gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want one of those, but for a Modelo, it pops. <laughs> Jeff says, speaking of protests, the westbound Bay Bridge is currently blocked right now. Oh. Sends in a picture of a, what appears to be a ceasefire protest. Wow. All right. Support that. And Joni says, good morning, Rollo Vrizzi. Joni. In the spirit of promoting world peace, APEC should take world leaders to the Bob's Donuts and then to Capitol <laughs> Cafe in Chinatown for the world-famous chicken wings. <laughs> Joni, absolutely. Cosine. Plus one. Um, Jeff, I'm just seeing this picture of Joe Biden in a tie-dye t-shirt, and like it, it works for me. <laughs> it really does. Good morning to the SF Cable Car uh, on Twitter. says, I'm still running between my bar in Mason and Washington on the waterfront. Oh, okay. So a little bit of, uh, you know, you got some you got some uh, cable car action happening. Still happening a bit. Should we uh, keep cruising? Let's keep cruising. Let's go through this little plaza um, across the street because it's one of my favorites. All right, let's do it. Um, you got to cross kind of over back before we came from. Okay, let's go. Um, I don't know if she has uh, tweeted or tooted in at us this, in at us this morning yet, but uh, I want to say a big happy birthday to our friend Molly. Hey, Molly. Happy birthday. Uh, Molly has been so kind to us in our show, and I, I know Absolutely. that she is not just doing that with us. She's doing that with everyone. And so, uh, Molly, I hope you are having as great of a birthday as you provide great days for others. Absolutely. I 100% agree, Molly. Thank you so much for all that you do for BFF.FM, for the community, for just uh, just goodness in general. And yeah. uh, we want to say how much we appreciate you. And we also want to say... Just how much we love you. And I'm sure you would agree What could fit more perfectly Than to have a world party On the day you came to be Happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you Happy birthday Don't mind the happy you guys with a whole bunch of microphones Singing to you on this happy birthday It's just what we do It's what we're all about here on Rollover Easy Okay, so I think you can get down this way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this little plaza like does not get enough use because people love being up at street level. So you'll mostly see people around the edges of this plaza. Yeah, so we're kind of we're curling down below street level around the circular building on Market Street as we're going to be, I don't know, maybe now we're probably five feet below level, mm-hmm. four below ground level. Yeah. And this uh, this little plaza here is just it's well manicured. It's it's cozy. It's a good place to take phone calls, which is what I use it for. Sounds good. Uh, go first. I'll follow you. Okay. And there's a giant it's a puddle huge puddle here in the path. It's fine. We got this. Several inches. I believe in rollover easy's ability to traverse the puddle. We forged it. <laughs> uh, there's a little fountain down here. Yeah. Yeah, this is really nice. Uh, this I know they're probably not going to, but we do well to have a couple tables and chairs down here. Just put a beer garden down here. That's, oh, that's all we ask. I would love that. I, I think everyone would love that. I know. Who, who wouldn't love a little beer garden down here? One Bush Street. It's also an area that makes you appreciate all the architecture around here. Yeah. Got a bunch of old classic buildings, and you get a little bit more distance from them being down here. And I feel like One Bush is an interesting example of a building that's 
in some ways it remains unchanged or has been unchanged for a long time mm-hmm. yet has for as long as i can remember been kind of a kind of an eye catcher you yeah, know yeah it's like not a new new building i actually do not know the year it was constructed it's a uh, mid-century modern so i'm gonna just guess like sometime late 50s early 60s sure just throwing that out there though just a random yeah noah's bagels line out the door this morning oh wow that's what we should be doing. We should be having like the Noah's Bagels downtown location index. Mm. San Francisco mm. back. I don't know how long's the line at Noah's Bagels. <laughs> that's that's how you'll know. I want more like silly indexes on things. Totally. Downtown's back because like I read a report the other day, or I should say I did the thing where I read the headline and I feel like I understand the content <laughs> of it. Where they were saying that the methodology for how they determined. Uh, so they were using cell phone data mm-hmm. to determine how back a downtown oh, was, yeah, yeah. right? And they changed their methodology, and San Francisco went from, like, 24th out of 25 to, like, 15 out of 25. Mm-hmm. And, like, great, cool refinement of methodology. Yeah. But, like, I just want, I want like, unusual indexes. Yeah. Again, well, do you, do you know about the, uh, the Waffle House index? Yes. That's a great one, right? How yeah. many Waffle Houses are closed in relation to a natural disaster? Because Waffle Houses almost always stay open. So if the Waffle Houses are closed, it's bad. You know it's not good. Um, yeah. What is the equivalent of the Waffle House Index for the downtown recovery? So, like, again, maybe, like, just the Noah's Bagels line, yeah. right? Yeah. Or the Starbucks drink queue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or how many people are at Pete's waiting? These are the articles I would like to read. I would log into the Cron again to read that. <sighs> you, joke's on you. You're never done logging into the Chronicle. <laughs> Always one more truth. time. Always one more Ain't time. Ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah, you got the Phil's Coffee down here, too. Right here on uh, Monument Plaza. Mechanics I, Plaza? Uh, Mechanics Plaza. So Mechanics I, Plaza. Uh, I've always felt that this was kind of an underutilized space. Mm-hmm. There's a big Phil's Coffee here, and that's great because it's very large. But the thing that I wish there was more of were like, I don't know, small businesses right here. Yeah. It's a little corner. It's a little interesting one. The bike messengers kind of hang out here now because they've been kicked off the other steps by the Montgomery Street Station. Yep, yep. So it's like, it's kind of coming to life, but one more. Uh, I don't know why they're not out right now, but there's typically chairs out here. And they've recently started putting out like really comfortable chairs. Like fall asleep in them chairs. I love comfortable chairs. Who doesn't? Uh, Market Street is picking up right now. The, I don't know if a BART train just got out or what, but there yeah. are suddenly lots of humans on the street. Totally agree. Yeah, we're down here. We're now on Fremont and Market Street. Yeah. Just sipping our coffee that was... we got to get new coffee at the Ferry Building. Can I make that request? Absolutely. Uh, let's get some Red Bay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Right. But until then, let's figure out what's across over here. More giant less wa- puddles. Yeah, less here. water over here. All right, they're building more of these uh, bark canopies down here. Yeah. You can see the guys across the street standing on top of this thing. Yeah, I like these bark canopies. Um, I'm generally a fan of improving Bart's uh, ability to keep the rain out and keep the escalators running. The question is, will they continue to work? No one knows the answer to that. No one knows. Nobody knows. Let's see, we just got a new one in. Take a look at this. Uh, let's see. Avi, Avi Mentor says, good thing about authorities restricted bikes from using the Bay Bridge path. Good thing authorities restricted bikes from using the Bay Bridge oh, path. Oh, yeah. Right across. 
this would have been the week to pilot the Bay Bridge path, right? I feel like, or, yeah. I guess we sort of are because we've shut down a lane. Yeah, on the whole Bay Bridge? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There's a there's the, a lane on the top half and a lane on the bottom half that's shut down. Just the dignitaries, the dignitaries uh, opportunities if they need to use it? I think it's like the contingency fund version of the... Uh, of transit. Ah. We just have it just in case. Interesting. Yeah. Which, you know, all right. But yeah, that's that's the, the pilot there. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to say, Apex seems like pretty well planned. Yeah, I got to agree. It, I don't, it, you know, it's not really flying by the Like, we didn't have the mayor coming out being like, I know there are problems and I'm going to fix them tonight. You know, <laughs> like, you know, I think it's been so far pretty pretty smooth from what I've seen from like a logistics standpoint. Have you heard anything otherwise? No, I, I think the same thing. There was that uh, camera crew um, that got robbed, the Czech camera crew. That's right. Um, but for the most part, I think it's been like, it's been clean, it's been safe, it's been well organized. And the question I keep getting and the one that keeps springing up in the back of my mind is, well, why can't we run the city like this all the time? I do, I do, uh, I think it's a lot of people are going to be asking that yeah. next week. Yeah. Because, you know, it's interesting what they're doing to kind of take care of people that are living on the streets or experiencing homelessness in one way or the other or experiencing addiction. We, we've sort of shown that we can to some degree mitigate the problem. And I don't know if it's just like pushing it around to another part of town. Yeah, that's the real question, right? It's like, what happens next week? Did we just push this somewhere exactly. that um, is out of sight and out of mind and, and soon um, it's going to come back? Or is this the is this the thing that you needed to to have like change happen to have saw, real change? I saw some meme the other day, and it was like if um, the uh, leader of China stayed, and it was just like a futuristic. It was the Star <laughs> Trek version of San Francisco. <laughs> oh gosh! But yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of folks are going to have that question um, in the days and weeks to come. Yeah. Another interesting thing is I've been hearing from a lot of restaurants. That it's slow this oh week. sure um so i i think the like apex boom if one was expected has not happened for most of those businesses so it'd be interesting to see what shakes out there as well yeah and you're sort of referring to all the people that are in town visiting going to these restaurants yeah i mean i had a dinner on tuesday night in russian hill in a spot that you would imagine every table to be packed and we were like one of three tables in there the entire night Interesting. It was, it was very strange. Well, maybe a good opportunity. I'm going to House of Prime Rib this week. You think oh. it's going to be totally quiet in there? No, you're definitely sitting next to Janet Yellen. <laughs> she got her uh, in and out. Uh, now she's headed to uh, House of Prime Rib. Oh, you lucky dog. Thank you. Yeah. Made a reservation a year ago. That's my hot tip, is you can make reservations up to a year in advance. Make a reservation right now for next November. Such a great call. Put a date on your babe's calendar way in advance. Like, hey, I think you put 2024. Did you mean to? <laughs> yes. Yes. That calendar invite was correct. Accurate. So now we're down here. We're on Drum and and yeah, Drum Market, Drum in California, by the by the uh, next terminal for the cable cars. And it's pretty quiet down here as well. No more protesters. No more APEC. No uh, no increased SFMTA. Nobody. I'm not seeing any earpieces right now, though I guess mm-hmm. they don't want you to always see them. They're kind of hard to miss, though. That's what I, I agree. That's what I've learned this I week. Agree. You guys are not inconspicuous. No, sharp suits, earpieces, yeah. Pete's coffee. We know mm-hmm. that. We know the outfit. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, I just had a great idea of where we can go get coffee. Where's that? York Street Cafe, one of the vacant Vibrant oh, pop-ups is right here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? That's what we're doing this morning. We, we just can't give John King bad coffee. We can, And this is, this ain't it. It's not. Yeah, yeah, maybe every couple of years I feel like this happens. It's yeah. not very often, but it does happen. The we get a batch and we're like, did you leave the yeah. cleaner in the machine? Yeah. The most striking one was the one you got from the gas station on 17th that oh. didn't make a sound when you poured it. That was creepy. <laughs> yeah, vacant to vibrant. Uh, come on down here and check it out. Cohort one going on right now uh, for a, lot, a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Vacant to vibrant's got a bunch of events that are happening throughout the week, mainly yeah. revolving around. Come here and give merchants money, which we love. Not to be missed. Oh wait, there's people with signs here and donuts. What the hell is Krispy Kreme donuts? Oh, they're selling Krispy Kreme donuts. They're selling them. Interesting. Okay. Let's see. What do we got going on? Selling Krispy Kreme donuts? Oh, we're doing 20, actually 25 for a dozen. We also sell singles. You sell, you're selling donuts. What, what, why are you, are just budding entrepreneurship or any, is this part of an organization? We're a new um, business club at Berkeley. We're just starting out, so we're fundraising. Um, We work with like resume development and like speaker panels. So yeah, that's what we're fundraising for. I like it. Cool. We're um, live on the radio right now. How can people find y'all? Do they have to come here? Yeah, do they have to? You have to show up with you $25. Show up. You got to bless the office with Krispy yeah. Kreme today. It's the only yeah. way to go. And then we also, like, more of our friends are going to come, so we're going to, like, try to go around the other stations, too, to reach more odd people. Very nice. Um, how's it been so far? Have you sold any? Um, so this is actually our third time coming out to SF. Uh-huh. The other two times we've sold out, we've, like, 40-ish nice. boxes. And then today we got here a bit late, but we've sold around six, seven so far. Nice. Very great. I love the idea of people walking into the office being like, I'm bringing in a box of donuts. <laughs> got a Krispy Kreme box for y'all. We say be an office hero. Oh, oh yeah. Donuts. That's a good yeah. call. What was the name of the program again? Um, so we're Berkeley Woman in Business. Berkeley Woman in Business. Check your phone for a minute. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, y'all. Uh, have good hope you sell luck. all your donuts. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Cool. Shout out to Berkeley Woman in Business. I love that. Yeah, totally. And again, big plus one to being the person in your office is like, nah, I got a box of Krispy Kremes for the office Absolutely. Today. Oh, boy, do I have a donut pastry bakery story for you. Oh, gosh, this is catnip for me on the are radio. You, are Tell you me ready everything. For this? Uh, a couple weeks ago, there was an article in SFK. You know we love SFK. Absolutely. Shout out to Grant. And it was about the cheapest, bestest bakery that you've never heard of. Ooh, okay. It was the City College Cafe Bakery, like oh. the culinary school. One day a week, Thursdays, 9.30 to like 11.30, they sell a, essentially like catty corner to the Metreon, right? Yeah. I had needed to meet with someone. I was like, hey, meet me down here. Like our meeting's going to be like, wait, like getting some of these pastries. Get there. There's a line around the block. I think they limit the number of pastries you can buy, too, right? I think they need to if they don't. <laughs> um, I, somebody told me about this recently. You can only buy one baguette. They sell baguettes there, right? For an insanely cheap price. But they sell it, 50 other things, too. Uh, I think everyone's limited to, like, one baguette per person. Oh, man. Um, so, you know, I'm not normally a line person. But, again, I'd scheduled an entire hour meeting. Yeah. We did not make it. No. We did not make it. It was that busy. You waited in line for an hour and didn't get a pastry? I I didn't get a pastry. And I was happy about it because I was happy (laughs) that those city college chefs were just crushing it. Wow. I've never been happier to come up empty-handed. Down by the Metreon. Yeah. And uh, cash only? Cash Um, encouraged? 
I don't know. I never made it to the cashier's line. <laughs> oh, gosh. So we're now down here by what was once called Justin Herman Plaza. And now it's... Uh, Park Paddle. Park Padel. Park Padel. Yeah, and here we are. Head on in. Yeah, Whack. Whack Donuts, York Street. Yo, good morning. What's up, y'all? Good morning. Whoop. How's it going? Oh, we're, um, you know, excited to get some donuts, excited to get some coffee. We're live on the radio, waking up San Francisco in just the nicest way we know how, with good news, walking down Market Street, and we're going over to the ferry building after this. Honestly, that's yeah, so yeah. wholesome. No dignitaries. Yeah, yeah, very wholesome. Nailed it. Yeah. No dignitaries came on the radio yet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we got all these microphones out right now. Yeah. We will. We're all about it. Yeah. yeah, 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 mobile broadcasting. And you're, uh, I've met you before at uh, Bloom Shaboom out in the Portola District where you sold some fantastic whack donuts. Remind me your name again? Uh, Vander Hill. Vander Hill. Cool. Uh, and how's the donut game going? I can't complain. Excellent. All right, cool. Um, I think I'm going to get an OG glaze. Like yeah, that's a great call. too good. But I will tell you this. There is one donut today that uh, is only here for today, and that's my peach cobbler donut. You might want to try that. I'll do. Uh, we'll do one of the OG glaze and one of the peach cobblers, please. OG glaze and peach cobbler. Should we get John King a donut? Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah, can we yeah. also get a chocolate glaze too? Yeah. Hope John King's listening right now, going chocolate glaze, <laughs> chocolate. Gla- oh, they got it. They got it. Um, and then we're. I realize we're not going to get some great ASMR on the coffee front because we need drip coffee. We normally get coffee before the show, and we just like didn't get good coffee today. So here we are. Um, well, we we don't even do drip actually. So we do americanos. Want to have some freshly ground? Ooh. Okay, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Could Let's do a napkin too. Can I get a napkin for me, please? Let's see here. Yeah, we oh, got time so for much. this. Can we get two Americanos? Oh, no, just the way the bean professional, such as yourself, makes it. No, there are those bean sounds. There, there we go. That's that ASMR. Oh, awesome. Hey, how's, uh, how's Vacant to Vibrant been so far? Have you enjoyed the program? You think it's working for you? Any, uh, any thoughts? Um, let's see. I mean, we're definitely learning a lot. This is both of our first brick and mortar. Uh, mm-hmm. As like an accelerator program slash incubator, it's, it's doing its job there. Um, it's been a little slow with APEC this week. I think a lot of small businesses are feeling that. There's a Chronicle yeah. article about that. And um, as a feeder and a few other posts, and I think we're, we're feeling that kind of bunch of people coming to the city, but not necessarily supporting the businesses that are here. Um, but we're starting to like meet a lot of the locals, a lot of the neighbors here, and, and build. I, I just started this yesterday, a free coffee club. So Ooh. these are the folks who come every day. Is that Grant Merrick on number one? Is it who? Is it, is it the person's first name Merrick or their yeah, last? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought okay? it was. I know, we know, is that Grant? His name's Merrick, first name. Oh, first name oh, Merrick. Oh, okay. Grant. We yeah. thought it was Grant. Grant does this sort of thing. <laughs> Whose too. last name is Merrick. So, two, so, okay, coffee club. So, what you've written on the wall in a Sharpie is free coffee club. Buy seven, get one free. And it's just an open list for everyone, exactly. too. All right, well, Rollo Verisi is going to put uh, put a uh, point or two up on the board today. Fully transparent, punch card, you know, uh, loyalty <laughs> situation. I love it. I love it. Well, do, you, do the two of you feel encouraged with uh, Vacant to Vibrant that this has given you a, a springboard and an opportunity to, to, uh, to build out something and to give it a shot if you otherwise weren't able to? Or do you, do you feel encouraged in some way uh, through this program? Uh, 
I definitely feel some kind of way. Um, I'm, uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity because um, essentially, you know, for myself and Anand, you know, our, our rent's getting covered, our utilities are getting covered, and, you know, as first-time business owners, you know, that can be a lot with overhead, uh, especially in this city. So um, th definitely thankful for uh, Vacant Survivor for uh, covering those costs up front. Nice. That's wonderful. And you've got, I've got to say, a beautiful uh, view out here of the plaza. Big, beautiful windows. The inside looks decorated with everything from plants to artwork on the walls. you got the Vibrite with the music in here. This is a pretty sweet spot. I appreciate that. Um, I have to thank my uh, old boss, uh, G uh, Gabrielle Hatley, for um, designing and uh, the build-out. And, uh, yeah, and if you look close, you can actually see a picture of when me and Anand first met. Uh, over the pandemic, so we we have a history, and uh, just it was just by fate that uh, Vacant to Vibrant uh, connected us. So we were like really laughing that we were going to be connected together. So amazing! <laughs> That's awesome. You said uh, Anin. Anin, yeah. Anin, nice to meet you. From Anin from York Street Cafe. Uh, and can I actually ask you a favor? Can you dump this out because it's so it's bad? It's really bad coffee. I don't even know what to tell you. We were like, I don't know if they forgot the beans this morning or what. It was like so strange. I um. I got a golden ticket from Lazy Susan. I was like, I ate a lot of Lazy Susan for a while, and my golden ticket left me with uh, this giant coffee mug, which I use every week now. I like that. Um, I like and then that. do we pay y'all separately or together? Yeah, so you pay for coffee on that side and pay for Great, great. All right, here I got them. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, the mug would be, yeah, if you just want to, I'll just walk around with the mug, is what I'm going to end up doing. Yeah, right, right around the corner. And you can actually take this off. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't want to make All it All right, cool. Whoa. Okay, there we are. Oh, yeah, you got to come on in here and check out these donuts. Yeah, it's it looks incredible. The donuts are incredible. All right. Yeah, I think it's... The started 9.30, 10, and I just baked through to the morning. And what time are you going to bed today? Huh? <laughs> Probably like an hour after. What time are you up until? Uh, we go at 8 p.m. to so about 2 p.m. And then uh, we clean and then uh, maybe eat, if we remember to eat, and then power nap, and then just start the process all over again. Wow. Vacant to vibrant, just hustling 24-7. Cool. Can I pay you for the donuts? All right. Excellent. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you so much. Uh, where was the best frequencies forever? BFF.FM broadcasting out of the Mission District for 10 years. Um, and then, you know, sometimes locally, like today. So. Like today, yeah. I gave you guys my graffiti style um, whack donut stickers made by my good friend uh, Miko all the way out in uh, Europe from uh, Flomo Crew. Nice. These cool. are sweet stickers. Here, let's just check. This. this is how much I'm going to rep this. I don't even know where it's going on my laptop. Just right yeah, over the front. The just whatever is over the front of it right there. Yeah, just right there. Whack donuts. I'm about it. <laughs> These are fantastic donuts. If you've not been down here before, you got to check out Whack Donuts. you got to check out York Street Cafe. It's the spot to be in, 100%. Cool. Well, um, thank you both so thank you, thank you both so very much. Uh, this is this is feeling vibrant. Yeah, this is feeling vibrant. Um, and best of luck uh, getting folks in here and just yeah, continue to keep crushing it.
Yep. All right. See you later. All right. There you go. Sorry. Hogging up the inside of it. We really are. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a sip of this coffee right now. I really could use some good coffee in my system. All right. One, two, and. Holy moly, that's so (sighs) much better. (laughs) Whoa. That's what this stuff should taste like. Like you, we're like an optimistic morning show, but like bad coffee. Like I just don't stand for it. Where we draw the line? Absolutely. Everyone's got their line. I see John King right there. John, there he is. We're walking behind John King. Should we yell at him? Uh, we're like slightly out of yelling distance. Yeah, but like we'll have this. We'll catch up. But if we see him at the light, yeah, we might be stopped with him up at the light, and then we'll say, John, it's us. Trademark hat. Looking good. I, yeah, a style icon. Oh. Are you sure he's not the fashion reporter for the Chronicle? I, I like. I need that bag. Yeah, yeah, he might what? be. Look at this. We're gonna post to this guy. Oh, that guy. I thought he was gonna take a photo of us. <laughs> Pulled out his camera and started looking. Oh gosh, we're not gonna make him at the light. We're just gonna follow behind him awkwardly okay. talking. About well, John, if you listen to this later. <laughs> good morning. Oh wait, here's the lights for the laser show. Ah, so these are the ones that are broadcasting down Market Street right now in rainbow colors. Mm-hmm. Looking really nice. Yeah. Uh, so, John made it across the intersection. We did not. But, but that gives us a chance to just look up and marvel at this building. So, the ferry building's been recently painted, uh, and it looks striking. Striking is a great word. Um, you know, the it was blue before, like um, kind of a baby blue. Mm-hmm. And now it's uh, a gray. I think it's called ferry building gray. It's like a specific color. And the gray looks very regal on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bit unrelated to the current conversation, but I want to chat ferry buildings with John when we get in there. Jeff says that his favorite weird statistical index is the customer complaints about Yankee-scented candles and how they don't have any scent and how that correlates with Scott Cross, how that correlates with COVID rates in the area. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen this before? Yeah, that's I forgot. No, that's amazing. It's like all these candles just take a huge hit in ratings in specific areas. So these don't even smell like anything. And there's someone who's making them who's like, come on. These definitely smell like something. We didn't forget the smelly oil. <laughs> all right. We're walking past the lasers right now. All right. Morning. Hey. Just saying hello to everyone as we go by. Yeah. I'm so glad we got a sunny day out here. It's a beautiful one out here. As we walk closer to the ferry building, the sky has opened, the clouds have parted, and the sun is now raining down on San Francisco, giving all of its residents a little bit of vitamin D this morning. Big mistake was not uh, bringing my sunnies with me. Did you put on sunscreen today? Oh, Sequoia, I'm so sorry I did not. you got to put on sunscreen every day. I have been putting it on. You've been in such a good encouragement. Deodorant, sunscreen, contacts, whatever you got to do, make it part of I've, that routine. I've, I've been trying. I've been. It's trying. okay. I'm just. I just want you know. I got to look at this face for another 50 years of rollover easy. <laughs> rollover easy at 50. Oh my gosh. Oof, right. We'll get there. Speaking of which, our 10-year anniversary is a month from yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be at Manny's. Come on down. It'll be. It'll be a hoot. It'll be a party. We'll tell you more as we get closer to it. But for now, let's walk into the ferry building. Yeah, while we're doing that, I'll say good morning to Luke Bornheimer. Good morning, Luke. Says that it's a gorgeous, calm morning in the mission. Calm is a good way to describe this morning. Oh, there's that ticker sound. Oh, yeah. Hmm, daily driver. And there he is, the man of the hour. Oh, yeah, listen to that. Let me give him a microphone here. John, good morning. 
Was the, the you'll have the coffee waiting metaphorical or no? It was we got, not. We got coffee for you right here, and it's fresh. Well, this is my mug. Yeah, we'll get you your own. I, you, I do you have a mug? I, you know I'm bringing my San Francisco Railway <laughs> Museum mug out when I'm walking down Market Street. Oh, I was I was going to bring one of my wife's wonderful ceramic mugs she makes, Ooh. but hmm. I didn't want to take the chance of losing it or breaking it. So I have a Carleton College thermos. Nice. Not nearly as atmospheric as the cable cable car railway. I don't mean museum. to come out here and flex with the cable car mug, but I, I'm pretty proud of this one. I am taking a risk, though. It is a ceramic mug. Yeah, living That's on the, the wild thing. side. Would, I, I, know how care, I know how careless I am. Just one drop and yeah. my favorite coffee mug goes in eight pieces. My mug is virtually indestructible for that exact reason. So, yeah. yeah uh, let's come over to this table here and oh, we can okay. pour you a little little coffee. Actually, let's go to that one over there that looks that's not roped off. Um, John, how's your morning been so far? Well, got up a little late. The cat slept on me a little longer than expected. But Adorable. It's doing good. It's a nice morning. Nice. And right. I'm looking forward to this. All right. Dazzled by the high tech. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here we're let me doing give these you this. on the. We're doing these on the road now. You know, have yeah. a conduct an interview in a place where the person who we're chatting with is the pro on the location. That's me. And today, you in the ferry building as we get uh, John King set up with some coffee here. Uh, we'll go ahead and see what else is going on right now. Get some good coffee sounds. says there are no perks in the entertainment business. So we just got this coffee from Whack Donuts. I mean, from uh, York Street Cafe oh, in the Embarcadero. the vacant folks. It is. Yeah. So we had the vacant vibrant folks on the radio show last week. And it just so happened that the coffee we got this morning was very bad. And that does not happen often. Uh-oh. But we needed a, a refresher. And so it was like, oh, York Street's right here. So went there and got that, and then we also got some donuts. Yeah, oh are you my a donut gosh! Fan? Yeah, this is yes. roll over easy. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again the perks of show business. I got it. Yeah, please. Let's uh, let's see what kind of donuts we got going on after you. I was a little worried. I walked over there. I was running. It was kind of late in the afternoon, so I didn't expect to catch anybody. But I noticed that the bakery that. I mean, Whack Donuts in York Street were closed for the day, but then down the way, the place with the great sourdough bread. Oh, they, Roseland. They had a sign up that's like, we're doing a little freshening up, which seems ominous after only being there two weeks or so. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 False I, start. I will take the one that's not a maple bar, but looks very enticing. All right. You're going to take the chocolate? I'll do it. All right. Let's take a, let's take a bite of donut first. Mm, too let's late. Oh. Cheers. <laughs> oh, wow. Hmm. I know we're going to talk about the ferry building from like a macro sense. Like, what is the ferry building? But on a very micro level, I like the height of this table. This is a standing table that we're standing <laughs> around right now. Mm-hmm. Easy to eat a donut off of it. Easy to set down um, a microphone and a cup of coffee without having to sit down. Mm-hmm. And I like that. That yeah. sort of, to me, speaks to the transient nature as people are moving to and from throughout the ferry building. Well, one of the things I've <clears throat> liked about this from the start you know, after the rebirth of it, was this space in particular that 
you know, the best thing is to kind of have a casualness to it. Mm -hmm. When the uh, developer opened the thing in 2003, you know, there were just real simple tables out here, some of which remain. And then even outside, they had very simple seating and benching because it was just, they were throwing a lot of things together at the end and all. But I think that spaces like this that are public spaces, but they're privately managed spaces, they work best when you can control them a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, in this case, just appropriating a table that doesn't obviously have anything to do with anything around it. It's yes. not tied to Delica or Red Bay Coffee or anything like that. It's just here. Or you see a chair and you can pick it up and move it where you want to be. Uh, I don't know if you've ever done any of the rollover easies from Popo's, but it's interesting just seeing them evolve in good and bad ways. But there's yeah. one that's a terrific space and anyone who needs to just kind of get out of the get out of the whatever uh, south of Market Street near you know in that financial area uh, 101 Second Street has a great corner room <laughs> but I noticed they just redid the furnishings I think it to look a little more cool and hip and tech or whatever but have kind of gotten rid of a lot of the they used to have really small tables and a whole bunch of them. Then they had kind of bigger tables and things. And now they have really big ones that aren't really movable. And hmm. two-person tables are gone, except up in the mezzanine. So the idea of, oh, we'll just grab a cup of coffee is a little, it's a very subtle message sent out saying, yeah. well, we want yeah. workers from upstairs to come down here and meet down here. Mm -hmm. But not necessarily you off the street. Right. I mean, yeah. it's still, it's extremely accessible. I, I think it works in so many ways, but something as simple as furnishing, mm -hmm. you know, the fact this is a sturdy old wood table yeah. is different than if it was some chic little round glass tabletop that kind of looked cool, but you couldn't yeah. actually put three mugs and three donuts on. I'm a fan of, in these sorts of bits of furniture, really leaning into the function of it and allowing the individual to determine what the need of it, or what it does. Exactly. Right? If you want to bring this closer to the window for some reason, you can do that, or if this has to move to another location because something needs to go here, that's, that's accessible. If you lean against it, it won't skitter across the yeah. floor. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a small thing, but I think it makes a real big change, like you're mentioning, around how people interact with the space that exactly. they're in. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Um, well, hey, before we go any further, I know we've all been enjoying these donuts. Can we uh, take a sip of coffee together? Yeah. Enjoy. All right. One donut down. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Mm. Ooh. Can't even tell you how night and day different this coffee is than oh. the coffee we had before. York Street. Mm. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. Maybe I'll stop there on the way to work. Yeah, you should. It's uh, tricky. It's if, if the first cup of coffee is really good and the next ones aren't as good, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like wine at a party. Yeah, exactly. If the first one's not good, yes. Yeah, don't go from not good to good. Yeah. Go from good to not good. Um, well, we're here at the Ferry Building with John King today to talk about his new book about the Ferry Building. Um, but before we get into that, I think we got to hit you with some hard-hitting questions about breakfast. and okay. Considering that we are at the Ferry Building, 
Um, imagine, if you will, it's a, it's a beautiful day, much like today. You're surrounded by all the people you love. You got nothing to do except to go out to breakfast uh, at the ferry building, and there's no lines anywhere. Where are you eating around here? With all the people I love. With all the people you love. Any number of which. You could be, it could yeah. be one other person. It could be 20 other people. Yeah. This is your fantasy on community radio. <laughs> Well, I hate to say it, but if I'm coming to the ferry building and having breakfast, I'm just getting a good cup of coffee, mm -hmm. probably from Red Bay, and then deciding if I want empanadas or if I want baked goods from uh, Acme Bread. Mm. Yeah, not really. I mean, I'd, I'd love sitting down for breakfast and things, but I think of sitting down for breakfast in a more kind of old roll up your sleeves along the waterfront sense and <laughs> yeah. as much as I love the current iteration of the ferry building it's not like a kind of like I just want some good egg scrambled with ham next to hash browns type yeah. of thing you got to walk down to Red's job house if you want to go uh, I was thinking the same thing but as one one point I try to make throughout the book the ferry building is inseparable from the Embarcadero and now more than ever you know, so coming to the ferry building, <clears throat> especially for people coming into the city, it's not a one-off thing. It's, okay, we'll come here and then will we go up to Fisherman's Wharf? Will we walk down to see the ballpark and then mm -hmm. have, you know, a beer afterwards at Red's? And, you know, I mean, in, in other words, this is really, initially the place was where you came into or left the city. Mm -hmm. And now it's still that but in a bit more of a celebratory sense mm. interesting i like that i follow you do you think has the ferry building is this a new iteration is this an older version of the ferry building that's coming back has it ever been that destination where people just go or is this one of its many lives? oh it's it what happened 20 years ago um i'm not getting any Younger, you two, you two look mm -hmm. eternally youthful. <laughs> we got faces for radio, but thank you very much. <laughs> but um, no, that totally redefined what the ferry building was and is, and how it functions in the city. Uh, this is not in the book, but I was fascinated. I, I, I'm a history major. I love ephemera. I was went through a lot of brochures and whatnot. And it was fascinating. These early 20th century San Francisco guide brochures mm -hmm. always featured the ferry building. You always saw the image because it was the iconic building of San Francisco before the word iconic was used, much less overused. Um, but it wasn't a destination. It was a point of departure or a point of arrival. And there was one page in particular that was like, <clears throat> places to go outside San Francisco and there's the photo of the ferry building because that's where you're it, it's like 1912 that's yeah. where you're going to start boom mm -hmm. and then the the little guidebook itself it never mentions fer the ferry building as a place to see or to go or to travel unless it's like oh and there's some the state bureau of minerals has an exhibit upstairs hmm. which it did for a long time but now it's very much we'll go to the ferry building and we'll go to senior seasick no we'll go to hog island yeah. no we'll wonder if slanted door is ever going to reopen <laughs> no we'll go to 
the dog treat boutique that used to be the home of uh, BFF. BFF. That's right. <laughs> You're right. That's uh, I, Every time I ride my bike by the dog food boutique, I, I, I chuckle, chuckle a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But I've only had nice interactions with the staff that works there. They're mm-hmm. nice people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like we should walk around a little bit. I, I feel like you have so much uh, history and love for this building that mm-hmm. I, I, I want to get the texture of it from you. Too so. much. <laughs> Let me toss out this uh, uh, box of donuts here that is now empty real quick. Yeah, that was good. Very good donuts from uh, Whack Donuts. Very good donuts. All right. We got to go wireless next year. Yeah. We have so many <laughs> wires so hanging off right <laughs> All right. Golden Gate Ferry. Tickets sold here. Uh, all right. And we're off. John, uh, lead the way. Where should we go first? What we will do is walk upstairs. Great. <clears throat> I like it. So you said um, that the genesis for this book started with the unbuilt San Francisco exhibit that you did gosh 10 years ago now yes yes um how did that kernel of uh of an idea start i am not an architect or an architecture student or anything like that i'm a journalist who got real interested in writing about cities and neighborhoods early you know in college and whatnot and Here we go. So essentially, um, I've always been interested in the stuff that didn't get built. Mm -hmm. Just because in the 1980s when I was fresh out of college, I was working in Boston and I'd write these breathless stories about this big new thing in Boston Uh and it never got built. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sorry? What was that? Oh, we're um, we're live on the radio. John here wrote a book on this very building. Yeah, we just to wanted to go over by the table there. Oh, we're, yeah, we're not, not filming. filming. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Again, face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's, oh no, they're gonna. Merry fairy season. Yeah, but um, you know, and so. In the course of writing about the ferry building when it reopened, I had just started doing the urban design stuff. I just started encountering, you know, people mentioning, oh, and there was this other plan, and oh, there was this idea that never got anywhere, da 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 da. And it just got more and more fascinating to me. And that wasn't why we had the exhibit. It was done California Historical Society, College of Environmental Design, Archives at Berkeley, Public Library, and Spur. but there was so much stuff about the ferry building. And the most incredible was this tearing down the ferry building and putting in a nine block World Trade Center. And it was just like, the renderings are kind of Buck Rogers comes to San Francisco, very, Cor- not Corbusian, but very slabish, very, it's 1948, mm-hmm. this is the future. Hmm. And you know, that kind of thing just, it was so fascinating to look at and that exhibit and what I kind of pulled out in that exhibit and all the weird iterations like in the 60s as Vietnam was starting there was this kind of we have to destroy the ferry building to save it Hmm. so the idea to restore the ferry building and the waterfront and bring people here was to lop off the wings of the ferry building so where we're standing 
would be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think we're right under the center of the yes. building right now. But you know, like 30 feet in any direction, it would be gone. Huh. Just lop them off because it was just like an old bus terminal, and you would bring people to the water, which is kind of <laughs> like, why on earth would they go what to see this poor chopped up building? Um, you know, so that just kind of got me going. Excellent. And uh, aren't we glad now that looking back, we've torn down certain things and we've kept up others and it feels like in the right order, or at least the right pieces. Yeah, I think San Francisco <clears throat> has a good track record overall in terms of preservation. I mean, there are certainly buildings that's like, oh, I wish that was still there or whatever. Um, but there weren't the how on earth. Nobody tore down you know, you could argue this was the San Francisco equivalent of Penn Station in New York, mm -hmm. which was leveled despite protests by Jack, the likes of Jackie O and things. Yeah. Um, and it kind of started the real legal preservation movement. You know, and, yeah. and the, in New York, there was a plan to basically tear down Grand Central Station, and that led to the Supreme Court. You know, the Fox Theater was still there. Yeah. So. Interesting. I think that was one of the things that I took away from your book is that there were so many different ideas for not preserving this, for getting mm -hmm. rid of it and creating something new. And your book has so many amazing pictures of what those iterations <laughs> look like. The one that stuck out in my mind was where the clock tower of the ferry building was like walled off by glass. Uh, it was like behind a glass curtain somehow. Ooh, I don't remember that one, but there's the one where it's one way to frame the ferry building was to build two taller office buildings in the water beyond it. Mm. Oh, like in the bay? Yeah. Wow. So you, well, you'd have landfill going out to it, but the idea, and this was a city plan. This was not <laughs> some crackpot, you know, like Back calling in yeah. late yeah. night radio, not early yeah, morning yeah. radio. <laughs> uh, totally different vibe. No, this was like the city planner was saying one way to really mark the termination of Market Street and to really frame the ferry building and give it a renewed relationship to people mm -hmm. was to build two office towers on new landfill beyond it. Hmm. And I mean, and uh, one thing I didn't put in the book because there was no image and the story came and went so quickly, like I only found one news story on it. At one port meeting in the early 60s, a developer popped up a peninsula developer with New York money, and he named whoever the New York investor was, that wanted to tear down everything, including the ferry building, north basically to Fisherman's Wharf, and put in 250 acres of fill and build skyscrapers. And <laughs> what a plan. And, and even like the head of the park commission is like, you tear down the ferry building for this? And the guy goes, yeah, but think of what we'd get. We'd get tower. You could build towers like the Empire State Building. And then the port director stands up and goes, I had no idea what this guy was going to say. He just asked to make a presentation. <laughs> and, and this was something, you know, the, the thing about as a newspaper guy, I've always thought, well, if I ever wrote a book, I could put everything in. And it's like, nope, even when you're doing a book, it's like, that's a great anecdote, but it just got to keep the story moving. This is a 300-page book, not an 800-page book. <laughs> uh, speaking of like writing a book and putting everything into it, when did you begin this process? How long ago? I thought about this in 2013, kicked it around in my head, got the idea a few years later, 
Donald Trump got elected, um, which has proven to be an unending distraction, got real seriously thinking about it again later in 2019 when I realized the ferry building's also the story of sea level rise. And then went from there, started putting together the book proposal. The pandemic hit. I thought, ooh, work from home for two weeks. I can finish the proposal. (laughs) Four weeks And of course, (laughs) nine weeks, nine months later, it's like, well, if I'm serious about this, I better just do it. So uh, in 20... 2021, I got, um, I had done a lot of research in 2019 just to kind of start thinking, what is the book? But then 2021, like in April, I signed the contract and pretty much just started grinding through after that, which was, a, you know, in the pandemic, there are worse places to be than in the library of the California Historical Society mm. or the SFPL History oh, yeah. Center with nobody else there because they're, you know, it's like two people allowed, you know, type of thing. And you make the reservation in advance and then you're just lost in history. Beautiful. Amazing. Did you do any of the writing of the book here at the Ferry Building or take notes? Oh, I certainly took notes. Um, I would do some revisions here. Mm -hmm. I'm a real fan of you get something and then you print it out and then you you know ah, yeah the the more ways you read something i think the deeper you read it yes and so looking at a computer screen is different than holding a printout that's you know line and a half spacing mm-hmm. and you can just scribble so i would do that excellent um you know you mentioned the a book being very different from it's a 300 page book not an 800 page book how is the process different from uh, an 800 word column? Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you, it was really nice to see you expand into writing something that gave you more room. Um, how was that process, uh, knowing that you had a lot bigger of a canvas to work with? It's different in a lot of ways. I am an old, I'm an old print journalist. I love, you know, there, there was a time when I was doing a weekly column and my cityscapes photo column where I'd write like 150 word blurbs and then a, like a review a week. So I'd be doing like, and it's a, that was a lot of work, but it was kind of fun. Beca- and things like that, you just drop in the newspaper. Uh, the digital age comes along and now it's very much thinking about analytics and how do you package it and all. So it's like, oh, we'd rather do, have you do big pieces and do this and that. Your question, when you're writing like an 800 word piece or even like a, well, no, 800, like an 800, 1,000 word review or something, you can't have subplots. Mm. You decide, why am I writing this? And then maybe there's like one extra thing I'll weave into it because I want it to be part of something larger. With a book, you really get involved in all these strands and what's going to disappear, what's going to recur. Uh, I'm a pretty critical reader and certainly more so since the book and I was very aware of you can't make a passing reference to Cyril Magnin and then 80 page later 80 pages later mention just Magnin said you know you have yeah. I, so it, it just there's a lot more it's a much less forgiving thing a lot more discipline but then the other thing is writing for a newspaper there is a, I mean, I'm a very self-critical person and I hold myself to high standards, but there's a still a certain bit of like, hey, it's just a news piece. 
And it's different with a book where you're then having the editor, he never put it this bluntly, but it's like, every chapter can't end with a kicker from a newspaper story. <laughs> Not everyone can end with the clever quote or the, but off in the distance. I, I did that in one thing, um, leading into the Embarcadero, where I write about the film, It Came From Beneath the Sea. And then the last paragraph is, that's, that's daily journalism, just setting up this little yeah. ominous, uh, <laughs> you know, and, but other chapters, he'd push me, get more, get more, get mm. more. So it just, you have to flesh things out a lot, which mm -hmm. was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of work. Mm. I bet. That's why I'm boring you guys with all these anecdotes that aren't in the book. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we're, that's <laughs> what we're here for. exactly what we're here for. So, so talk to us about this space up here. We're upstairs. This is a, a <coughs> spot in the ferry building that I feel like not a lot of folks get to, mm -hmm. uh, but it's beautiful. What's, uh, what's the significance so up here? So we are standing in the nave, which is the second floor, and it is skylit. And in the first iteration of the building, in its heyday, this was the main... This was a space designed for millions of people to go back and forth through, mm. hurrying to the waiting room or hurrying into the city. So, you know, it's, it's very much designed as a ceremonial space. It's not a super elaborate space. And it did yeah. not look too much like what... Okay, this is the... Uh, we're looking now at this, a few bays that are covered in Tennessee marble. Mm-hmm. The kind of thing you know when you write a book yes. about the ferry building. Um, you know, so it kind of had, it was a pretty simple thing because over here, facing east into the bay, the arches existed, but none of this stuff here existed because this was all waiting rooms. Oh. You know, one, one thing that is easy just not to have register, people didn't get onto the ferries outside. They, it's like, you go into an airport now. Hmm. So you, you walked through here and then there were waiting rooms and you went in there and then the east facade of the building, nothing existed mm -hmm. that's here now because there were these big kind of pie-slice-shaped pie shaped passenger gates going out and the ferries would pull in between two of them mm -hmm. and people would be disgorged directly in. I mean, the, huh. the big garage door kind of thing would just fall down, lock into place and everyone would just stream out. Yeah. So this was, this was super duper buzz, bustling. You know, yeah. I think there might've been like a little newsstand up here, a little grab quick coffee up here, but this was, this was a very active area. However, it was designed as this, the state owned the, the port back then. So the one thing in the building interior that survived everything is the great seal of the state of California, which is implanted in the ground. I'm not gonna try and describe it tile by tile, but that's the one thing here that really survived because what we're looking at now was a solid space. There was no cut down so that people in the ground could see what's up high. Uh -huh. But in the 50s, the north half of the building was restored, quote unquote restored, which meant turned into modern office space at the time. Mm -hmm. And then the south, the south half was restored a decade later, turned into port offices. And nothing about the place survived, but this was like 
the one bay between it. the two projects, mm -hmm. so it never got touched. Wow. And a photo I didn't use in the book because the resolution was too low was something an architect took in the late 90s when they were the, the team that did the restoration, just taking scouting shots. And so you're seeing this, the Great Seal, mm -hmm. much battered. But then there was just like this solid wall facing it, mm -hmm. then like some lawyer's offices over to the left, and then like this little stair um, hallway leading down. Huh. And it, it was a strange thing. I mean, in the, um, you know, but in, to, to finish, but then when the developers came in who did the restoration of the building, they wanted to connect the ground floor, which is entirely a work of fiction, to the skylight. So they got permission to cut the two long holes. And that really, I, I think it was a very good change in terms of the way the building functions now. I think they really, they really <coughs> open up in terms of bringing light and just verticality to the building. Because mm -hmm. we're standing here on the second floor. There's a whole floor above us and then above that a very, very high ceiling. Yeah, and the, the, there are two walkways across the, what's above us, but they're done so cleanly that they're not visually intrusive at all. No, that architecture team, which was led by SMWM, they did absolutely a terrific job. Everyone involved in this project is so proud of it and very rightly so. Mm -hmm. I love it. Absolutely. All right, where should we walk to next? We will now go down and then we'll go out by the water. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. It's so funny to think that the downstairs was not the entry point because so many folks yeah. only know the building by the downstairs. Well, that was part of the case that <clears throat> the developer made, which was, look, it's not 1905 anymore. People will not be naturally moving through the second floor. Mm. The whole idea is to activate the ground floor, so we need to connect the ground floor to what's above and what's historic. <clears throat> but yes, the ground floor where we're walking through, it was ticket booths, it was, there was a post office in here, storage area for baggage, corridors mm -hmm. going through. When it opened, there were waiting rooms back here. I don't know if they disappeared or what happened because it was so much more fun to go in up there that, that <laughs> from, from the opening day, that became the place people wanted to use. But we're now walking through past our old table <laughs> to the back, the promenade that lets you just mm. be right out by the water. <sighs> Always the best, the best <clears throat> breath of air is that first one coming out of the ferry <laughs> building and being right here on the bay. And here's the thing. This didn't exist until 2003 for people. Really? Yeah, because where we're standing now was where the gates were coming out. And then the gates kind of were torn off one by one in the 40s and 50s and 60s. One or two disappeared in fires, things like that. You know, this was the... It, you could not go through the ferry building, go through this... You know, very urban space, big horse. It's not a skyscraper. It's like a landscraper yeah. <laughs> that stretches for 600 feet. Landscaper is a great way to describe it. <laughs> and, but, and then you come out, and here you are by the water. Yeah. And we're looking at a ferry that is one of the ones going to the North Bay. Ironically, it's called the Sonoma, yet no ferry goes to Sonoma County. <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's true. Maybe that is 
That is odd. Right? <laughs> Maybe yeah, Sonoma demanded equity and parity. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, you know, and we can see the buildings going up on Treasure Island, which is a very fascinating story I'm overdue on. But it isn't, you know, one of the things, the ferry building gets a rap for being too precious and precocious and bougie. And there are precious and precocious and bougie aspects of it, undeniably. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're sitting here and we're seeing a guy on the bench with his bags filled with coins or who not coins, cans or who knows what. You know, we're seeing visitors here. We're seeing people just walking by. I mean, this is a this is a truly public space. We're recording this is not a, a radio show space. right now. We're recording. <laughs> That's everything happens here. It's like a, it's to some degrees. Would you? This feels to me like a living room in a slightly different way than a park is, mm -hmm. but a place where people can come as they are and enjoy the space. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, I uh, met someone from the port not too long ago, and what you know, what better place? Like you get a cup of coffee and then, well, we can sit out here or we can find a bench. Yeah. That, that's a rigged election. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you know where you're going to go. So, and, and I'm curious, when you guys were had your studio here, what were your impressions of the building? Uh, I thought they were generally positive. We got to know some of the shopkeepers and merchants that were in the building just by introducing ourselves and starting up a conversation. I thought that the view that I had from the studio looking towards downtown was, uh, you, I won't use the word iconic from your earlier comment about it being overused <laughs> so often, but it was it was breathtaking. It was stunning. Oh, absolutely. It was very, very special. Um, I think we will always hold in our hearts broadcasting from the ferry building is a very special season of recording this show. Of course, show. Yeah. of course. I feel like I took it for granted up until that point. Um, coming down here every week and seeing the clock tower as I came down market yeah. getting bigger and bigger with such, I couldn't help but start the radio with a smile on my face. And then being in the thick of it for hours at a time, mm -hmm. you start to notice how many folks work here, how much yeah. goes into making it the success that it is. And, I came and on to really Thursdays, you're that. seeing all the farmers market yeah, yeah. booths mm, getting totally. set up. So yeah. it's a real commotion and everything. In early COVID times, I remember I rode my bike through the duration of the building because <laughs> there was nobody in it at 7.15 in the morning. And now, yeah. now that's you impossible do to that. do. But yeah. I took a video of it because I was like, this is a rare and unique moment. Maybe I saw, I, I, I definitely went through here, not 7.15, but I'd be through here at like eight o'clock and would uh -huh. occasionally see someone bicycling through yeah. just for the thrill of it <laughs> absolutely yeah it's so it's so unusual yeah uh, uh what struck you then having spent more time here and focused a little bit more deeply on it what uh what surprised you about the building i think what surprised me about the building is how simple it is mm. um, that's not a criticism and what i'm about to say is not a criticism an interesting thing about this building is that it's grandiose, but it's not. Like, if you go to um, Grand Central Station in New York, which was a private railroad depot built by a private railroad company to show they were bigger and better than whoever built Penn Station, uh, you just layer after layer after embellishments and everything. This building, it was a state transportation building. And it was built with all these aspirations and all this grandeur, sending a message about San Francisco. But it was built on a state budget tied to a voter initiative or a, a, a ballot measure that approved the project. So there, act, there was never, 
One of the only embellishments was, in fact, the seal implanted in the tiles. Mm. And that was a late addition. They had, this is unbelievable, they had $800 left over. <laughs> so they moved 800 this is it. it, it's in the news story, moved $800 from the Capital Improvement Fund for the building, or for the Port of San Francisco, into this. And that's where we got the seal from. But, you know, you don't see these fancy crenellations and things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, so the reason I'm saying that is that the building wasn't this constantly unfolding box of there's more, there's more. It was more appreciation of how the original architect, A. Page Brown, got the basics so right. Mm -hmm. And then, um, as you said, just the whole churn this is a really complex building. There are office workers, there are tenants, mm -hmm. there are the maintenance people, there are the farmers. There's all this different stuff going on. And it's there are so many different rhythms to the building. Rhythms to the building is a great way of describing it. As you're mentioning earlier, you've got the staff that are here, you've got patrons, you've got visitors, you've got people that are sitting, to, sitting for a spell to rest. Uh, with sort of the impending climate change, we're talking about sea level rise, we're talking about what changes are going to happen in the weather. How do you think those rhythms are going to be affected in the next 20, 30, or 50 years? Oh, it's funny. It's not as if sea level rise in the next 20 or 30 or, or even 50 years will in and of itself affect things too much. All the real worrisome projections for the port are kind of the last half of the century. However, you can't just wait till 2050 and say, what's this we've been reading about sea level rise? <laughs> so that could be the disruption. And this is huge, literally huge. I mean, the city is determined not to lose the ferry building. Mm -hmm. And the city is also eager not to the whole recreation of the Embarcadero and the ferry building is the crown jewel in that mm -hmm. has been to bring average people out to the water and make the water kind of the front door of San Francisco but in an experiential way not a transportation way yeah. and you can't just build a seawall and say okay well yeah. we've got to worry about storm surges could push this up another X number of feet. So we need to build a seawall. It's like, well, that kind of undercuts the joy of the city and the building, the city and the water being inseparable if there's a wall between them. So what do you do? And then it starts becoming, do you lift up the ferry building? There's a yeah. study going on right now, pure structural study on, can something like this be done at anything close to a conceivable cost. Mm. And let's say the study finds yes, then you get into the, well, what about all those people who work in the building? Yeah, You can't just one weekend come in and jack the thing up and then <laughs> on Monday morning say, okay, we, we just, you know, you're going a little higher now. I could have swore there were only, there were no steps here before, <laughs> but now I'm going up a flight of stairs. Exactly. You know, so, so that becomes, if it's structurally doable, is it economically and yeah. culturally and just life getting messed up doable? Mm -hmm. You know. <clears throat> and then you could also look at it and say, well, the answer is just build a big breakwater out in the water. Mm -hmm. You could also say, well, why not just fill in, 
500 feet deep. We're back to we're back, back to the to idea. The fill, just fill in the bay, turn it into a parking lot. Exactly. I mean, but, but it starts to become this like, you know, I was talking with a port engineer here just casually a year or so ago, and we were sitting, I think we got, you know, lunch at Cholita Linda, and we were sitting there, and he's like, what would this be like if the water's way out there? And he wasn't saying in the, hey, what about? It was just yeah. part of what makes the space we're standing in so incredible is what starts on the other side of the railing we're leaning against. Mm-hmm. Ah. You yes, know, so, true. so yeah. it's, it, it, it's a mammoth dilemma. I have no idea what the resolution will be. We'll find out. Stay tuned for San Francisco in 2090. Yeah. 2290. Uh, what will our anniversary be then? Uh, we'll be at uh, 90 years of rollover. 90 years of rollover. We can, we can record this on top of the dam at <laughs> the Golden Gate, which is an idea that is bobbing up again, not from any engineers or anything, but just a, you can solve the problem if you can just put locks at the Golden Gate. Willie Brown's into it, but only if it's named the Willie Brown Dam. <laughs> then he's like, yeah, sounds yeah, great. Sure, sure. Uh, let's keep walking. Where else should we go? Let's let's walk to the south. All right. All right. Um, were there any other anecdotes that didn't make it into the book, but that when you're uh, you know sharing drinks with friends that you're happy to share? Oh, boy, it's too early in the morning to think about sharing drinks with friends. I mean, isn't that um, what No, 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 doing? no, no. I mean, actually, it's... <laughs> yeah, this is a coffee drink. Uh, you're, you're, you're kicking back. You're having a few I'm donuts sorry, and a couple coffees. The, and, uh, the, the prior illusion suggested more than sitting having a coffee and donuts <laughs> with true. friends. That's yeah, you got, that's us there. you got us um, I was surprised at how much I left out, but I, I think a lot of the anecdotes was... To me, it was just... I left out a lot of movies and things like that. I envisioned the book plunging into the cultural history more. Mm -hmm. And I have that in the book, but again, it gets down to the whole, you can only have one or two types of things. Like, I don't know if the two of you have seen the movie DOA. No. Oh my gosh, It's, it's the funnest film noir ever. I'm not a film noir buff, so I'm sure yeah. there may be others. No, no, we're taking your word for it. But um, I'm in. it's about San Francisco. And one of the things that fascinated me is that there's a big scene where the hero of the book, so or the hero of the movie, gets into San Francisco and is trying to find this guy who's in this jazz club that's on the Embarcadero. And so he, he runs... I don't know where he runs from, the equivalent of like 7th and Mission, I think, where Greyhound used to be, mm-hmm. runs down to the Embarcadero without really getting winded, which was pretty impressive <laughs> since he looked pretty panicky. And he goes and he finds the bar and there's this encounter outside the jazz club. And what fascinated me is the ferry buildings in all, this, in all the Embarcadero shots and it's backdrop. It's not, mm-hmm. we want to frame this with the ferry building, it's just, oh, that was the building that was was there then across from the club we were setting yeah. that, that looked good to shoot at. Were they shooting at Sinbad's? No, I no, joke. no. I joke. No, they were, it was, I mean, it's Rest something. Rest in peace, Sinbad's. Something long gone. Gotcha. You know, it was just, you know, stuff that was cleared out for, it was probably in the produce district, so it was cleared out for all that work. Hmm. Uh, and then like Pal Joey, a not very good Frank Sinatra movie, but it opens with him 
he's like a Chicago gang or a Chicago racketeer or something like that gets exiled to San Francisco. So there's a long shot of him on the ferry, pulling into the ferry building, coming out of the ferry building, going to the ferry, um, going to the ticket booths up front and asking mm -hmm. some questions about how to get someplace. And, you know, just things like that. It's like, they're not in the book, but it's like, man, it's you really got glimpses. So we are now standing watching Firefighters? I would guess, guess firefighters yeah. doing a jogging thing. But I wanted to walk down here for a few reasons. One, and this I kind of left out of the book. We've but got about four minutes left. Okay. There's a terrible plaza behind the ferry building <laughs> that only exists when the farmer's markets fill it up. Yeah. And there's an inexplicable statue of Gandhi back there that yeah. was given to the city like in the 80s or something. It's like, what do we do with this thing? We'll stick it back on that new plaza. It's such a strange location. The plaza exists to hide the BART ventilation shafts, which are behind the empty restaurant. You see the concrete block coming up. Mm. So that the whole plaza only exists for that. And logically, there's a grand waterfront plaza, but this is not it, and there's no idea what happens to it. So the, nobody ever walks out and enjoys this plaza. They just go where we were, yeah. leaning against yeah, the water. Right. And then here is a new plaza that was built. There are new ferry gates. And the plaza is set about 40 inches higher, I think, yeah. hmm. than where we're standing because that's calibrated to long-term sea level rise oh, projections. Wow. And there you see the dilemma between the yeah. plaza and the ferry building. It's like, wow, these two do not quite line well, up. Well, again. juxtaposition of time uh, exactly. in such close proximity exactly. to one another. Exactly. So I, so I figure I'll just end with this ominous, the, the journalistic little <laughs> yeah. organ chord. The, yeah. the, dun, the dun, rest dun. remains to be seen. Oh, well, goodness. Well, you know that as it unfolds, John King's going to be writing about it, San Francisco Chronicle. John, this has been just wonderful walking around and well, learning a bit. And I'm never going to, I'm always, I should say, I'm always going to stop and look at that seal now on the second floor. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful piece of oh, tile work that's lasted the ages. It, it, it has... Great, many great stories that I left out, but the saga of the seal really felt good. Best eight hundred dollars they ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably cost twelve or fifteen hundred now. My <laughs> gosh! But thank you guys for having me on. This is, and and as you were saying, there's always the nice charge at the start of the day. So this is great. Mm -hmm. A little coffee, a little donut. Uh, where can folks find your book? Can they get it at uh, the bookstore? You bet the they building? can get it at the book passage. Yeah. I and. The book passage has many signed copies because I appeared Tuesday night and afterwards it's like, and look at all these other books we've bought for the holiday season. And then they bandaged my the um, used tape to kind of put the pin on my hand and I just started <laughs> grinding them out. And as of Wednesday, I believe, or Monday, it was in the window of City Lights Bookstore, which Ooh, talk about us. I was next to Tupac Shakur, so it's like... I was in good company. Other bookstores, <laughs> I'm next to Barbara Streisand, but there I was next to Tupac Shakur. City Lights knows what's up. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, it, available everywhere. Available everywhere. Pick up a copy. Pick up a copy for a friend, a great holiday book. Absolutely. And uh, pick up a signed copy if you can find one mm. of those. What an Easter egg to, to stumble upon here in the Ferry Building. Yeah. Uh, again, John, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, my pleasure. I really appreciate this. We'll give this. you the final word as we're, we're winding down here in the last couple of seconds. What's your final message for San Franciscans on this beautiful Thursday morning? Stick it out. 
things are never as bad as we want to think in the moment.